Welcome to the Diversity and Fellowship Podcast, where we discuss how the gospel brings us together and keeps us together. We are your hosts, Kenny King. And I'm William Marshall, and we want to encourage Christians to think through how our lives and our churches can be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ. Thanks for tuning in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of Diversity and Fellowship. We have been doing a series called I'm Not a Racist Because. And today we are closing out this series by talking about I'm not a racist because I merged with a black church. <laughs> so basically we're going to mess with yes. William all episode. The whole episode is, and, uh, is me. It's just about basically me. call him a racist, even though right. he has merged with the mm. black church. Right. Um, yes. that, that's not all we're going to do. It's um, mm. the idea behind that is, is that, you know, whatever work we've done for the Lord in regards to diversity and fellowship it's us using that work as an excuse to say that we're not racist. Right. Of course, you know, William and I, we have <laughs> merged churches. Yes. And so that is something that we could use as an mm-hmm. excuse to kind of <laughs> kind of let people know that we're not racist. Right. So, um, brother, kind of tell us some more examples of what we're talking about here in this episode. Yes, well you got the the church merge, which Yes. I mean, I mean really could, right? I mean, we could say I could never make a racist statement cuz I'm I merged whatever right. or I could never be racist in my attitude towards somebody because, right? So we are joking somewhat yeah. about that, but the, but there is a real temptation to kind of think, you know, because I've I've done this particular thing or I belong to this particular thing, then I I could never be. And so, yeah, another example might be I attend a diverse church. Right. Right. I mean, necessarily, probably not everybody's merged to church, <laughs> merged yeah. churches out there. But but you could just attend a diverse church, and yeah. you could just assume I I can't be a racist because I attend a diverse church. Yeah. So, I mean, you've made you've made a choice, an effort. Yeah, you, you've made a yeah. Right. There's several. I mean, well, if you're in our town, there's <laughs> dozens mm. upon dozens of options to choose from. Mm. And you have chosen to attend a diverse church, yes. so that has to mean. Right? I thought, yeah, I thought you were saying there's dozens and dozens of diverse churches in our nope. community. I was like, no, no, no. Who are you talking about? <laughs> no, that's not true. Right, but yes. there's dozens and dozens of churches. Other churches. Yeah, you could yes, just say you could have chosen. I, yes, I, I just just go to a church where everybody looks like me. Yes, and I'm comfortable. But because mm. I've chosen to attend a, a diverse church, that obviously means right, I right. can't be racist. Right. <laughs> Right. What's another example of this? That's you know there, another one where there's a, a a really big sacrifice involved is being a missionary mm. in a in a society that's had that's a different ethnicity than your own. Yes, I can think about missionaries to Africa or to mm-hmm. China or different right. places uh, where you are the minority. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you can serve as a missionary for an extended period of time in a diverse society and say. I'm not a racist. Obviously, I can't be a racist if I've given my life to mm. work in this setting where right. I, I'm actually the minority. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <coughs> maybe what else, we'll, man? Yeah, maybe one that would maybe hit a little bit uh, more broadly as far as, you know, our, our listeners are concerned. Uh, maybe it would be like, I've attended a racial reconciliation event. Yep. 
you know, or read a, bl- a book by an author from somebody else or, yeah. um, you know, got involved in an organization that's fighting for racial reconciliation. Yep. And it, can any of those, any of those things can kind of be a, hey, I don't have to. I don't have to worry about. Obviously, I'm not racist. Yeah, because I've done this. You know, I've right. gone to this conference. I've read this book. I've got involved with this organization, right? And so, all of those can be, I think, um, kind of reasons that we would say I'm. I'm obviously not a racist. Right. Right. Yeah. So that leads to the question then, and we could probably go on and come up with other things, but, but what's wrong with this thinking? Yeah. You know. What's wrong with that is that our works do not necessarily um, prove what's in our hearts. Right? Our works are not necessarily evidence of what's going on in our hearts. So there, right. there is a a sense in which you know our 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 works can be fruit of our faith. Sure, but there's right. also a sense in which our works can deceive us mm. into thinking that. We are in the faith. So in uh, Matthew 7, Mm. uh, Jesus talks about people who who say, Lord, Lord. Mm. But at the, you know, at the end, he's going to say, I never knew you. So in Mm -hmm. Matthew 7, um, 21 through 23, Jesus, he says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Mm. And on that day, there's going to be many who say to him. Did we not prophesy in your name? We did this work in your name. Right. Did we not cast out demons in your name? That's, a, right. I mean, that's top level stuff, right? That's right. You casting out demons deal. in his name and you did other mighty works, perform miracles in his name. Mm-hmm. And Jesus ends up saying, I never knew you. Depart mm-hmm. from me, you workers of lawlessness. So they, they think that, that because they've done these works for the Lord, that they are true Christians, but Jesus said they're not. And in the same way, we can do these these works um, for unity, mm. but truly not. You know, we we can really be racist. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, we, we for still, the appearance, the appearance right. of unity. Yeah, we right. can we can have the appearance of it, but not necessarily the heart for it. Yeah, right. That's good. And so we 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 have to be careful about doing our works yeah. um, in that way. What else would you say, brother? Well, I think, you know, I would add to that one, you know, something I think that we kind of talked about a lot early on here it, it, with the merge is like we, we could have really, I mean, we could have actually done the whole merge and still had kind of hard hearts towards one another. Right. And so one of the things that we talked about a lot was kind of what are we willing to sacrifice? Yeah, that's good. You, you know, what are we willing to lay down? in order to make this merge work, to make this thing happen. And I think that was a test. That was a, I mean, that was a right test. It was a right check in my spirit because if at the end of the day we weren't really willing to lay anything down or make that make any changes or make any sacrifices or anything like that, it was almost like, are we really committed to this? Are we really committed to fellowshipping with our brothers yeah. who are, you know, different from us? or? Are we just like, yeah, you know, as long as this doesn't cost me anything, I can make this work, you know? And so I think that, I think that was, you know, I think that's a, a good way to kind of judge. Sometimes that's a way to kind of judge our works. Yeah. Look at our works. And we'll talk, you know, more about examination. But I, I think that's a, I think that's an important thing. Yeah. And that, and that kind of leads to the next one, which is, you know, we, we can do our works, but we do, the, like, we can do good deeds, but we're doing them with the wrong motives. Yeah. 
and we really are just trying to look good for the world, right? right. We're just trying to look good in front of people. Um, and and um, I think we all have to be careful with that. Yeah. Right? I can attend the Racial Reconciliation Conference and take all kinds of pictures and of myself and make sure they're on all my social media feeds and all that. You, you know, and you have to be... Not that there's anything wrong with doing that, but I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like you have yeah. to be careful in our own motives and our own hearts. And yeah, um, I want I, you know I want everybody to know I'm reading this this uh, this book by this black <laughs> author and that so, you got from the conference. That's right. And so I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna post this. That conference could give you a, a, a conference is ki- you're killing <laughs> you get it. Get a lot of leg work out of that <laughs> conference, right? I mean, years and years, right? Right. So yeah, I mean, I think um, I think we have to we have to realize that sometimes we're doing these doing these uh, works with the we're doing the right thing obviously going to a racial reconciliation conference is not a bad thing right reading an author that's of a different ethnicity is a good thing amen but we have to we have to constantly be looking at our motives and those as well so yeah wh- what else i would say you know even even though you're doing these works um regarding unity uh unto the lord those works do not eliminate the need for us to examine ourselves. Mm. So if somebody came up to me and said, Hey, Kenny, I think you're being kind of racist in this area. I can't, I can't use uh, the fact that I merged churches with the white, <laughs> with a white church as right. a, as a Trump car and just slam it down on the table and say, whatever I mm. merged churches with a white, <laughs> with right. a white church. So I obviously can't be racist in that area, right? I put so, up with a white pastor. Trust right. me, I am not racist. If you only knew, <laughs> you, you only would never knew. levy that accusation against me. If you right. knew what I dealt with That's true. On, on a daily basis, right? Mm. But no, that doesn't eliminate the the need for me to examine what this person is saying about me. Right. Because I, I could truly be overlooking something. Right. Um that I'm actually being racist about. So um, we, we should not use our, our works as a tool to keep people from criticizing us or to mm. hold us accountable mm. whenever we are falling short in an area. Uh, mm. We wouldn't grow, right? We wouldn't, right? we wouldn't grow in our faith if we, if we felt like our works were kind of this barrier to, to block off any accusations of, of yeah. wrongdoing. Um, we, we would never grow. Yeah, and since we've been talking so much about the Sermon on the Mount, you know, it makes me, it makes me think of like the the whole idea of like if somebody came up to you and said, you know, or somebody came up to me, or somebody came up to somebody and said, you know, uh, their their claim was, I, you know, I am I'm fine, I'm doing good, uh, I've never committed adultery, yeah, right, I'm good, and 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 you know, Jesus is there teaching, and he says. Yeah, but every have you ever looked at a woman with lust? Right. And if the response is yeah, yeah, but Je- I've never, I, I'm, I've never, I've never actually committed adultery. Right. And Jesus is like, yeah, but have you ever, you know? And so I think sometimes we're kind of throwing up these good works to Jesus. Uh huh. You know, like, well, Jesus, I went to the conference. I, I, I read the book. Yeah. Or, or we're doing that even with other people. Yes. You, you can't call me a racist. I, I merge churches with a with a black church. You know, like I can't yeah. be a racist person. And it's like, yeah, but are you? What about these other ways that you haven't even thought yes. about? Because right? that was the issue. It's it's uh-huh. like, you know, are you a murderer? And of course, I'm not a murderer. Right. I've never murdered anybody. And then Jesus asks, "Well, have you ever been angry with your brother?" It's like, come on, Jesus, that's a hard question, <laughs> right? right? Uh, that's but, not like murder, is it, Jesus? <laughs> Jesus right. said, "Yes, it is." <laughs> yes, it is. And so, 
I, I think you know it's that it's that pushing further, that pushing deeper. Obviously, Jesus is trying to get get to our heart, man. He's trying to get to you know um, th- those things that are happening under the surface that we can hide. Yeah, you know, I've never committed adultery, but I mean, I go around with you know with lust in my heart, right? Yes. We can hide that. Or I've never I've never murdered my brother, but I hate I hate him. Yes, I'm, you know I can't stand him. You know, and so I mean, there's these I can hide that hatred, I can hide that, and and yet I'm not innocent of murder at that no. point. I mean, that's what's crazy is what what Jesus is saying. I'm not innocent of sin, and so I, I think that's important to think through. You know, this we can't try to use this one thing that we've done or this one activity or this one to try to somehow gloss over. Other right. areas, right? You know, so we we our work shouldn't eliminate, you know, yeah, this need to examine ourselves in in other ways. So. Yeah. What else? Would you add anything else? On yeah, you know, lastly, kind of um, what's wrong yeah, with this? And, and we talk about this is that you know, even though we've merged churches, we we can't get comfortable. Mm-hmm. We can't get we can't get complacent and think that okay, well, because I've merged churches, then I've accomplished everything I need to accomplish in regards right. to diversity and fellowship. Yeah. If we do that, then we're we're overlooking um, other ethnicities, first yeah, of all. That's like right. we, we have other ethnicities in our community, mm-hmm. and we still need to be intentional about reaching out to them. Um, mm. And you, you just still can be overlooking other areas. Like, right. I mean... I may very well might might not be racist towards white people, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But I may very well be racist towards other groups. So yeah, you got to be careful not to get comfortable, and that's and that's what those excuses end up doing. It it makes mm-hmm. us comfortable. It makes us complacent into thinking that we have arrived when we never arrive this side of eternity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So brother, yes. you know, um, since we have established that we are racist. Yes. Uh, we can't use the excuse that we have merged churches to to mm. dodge the accusation of can't, racism. You can't do it. Yes. What is a better approach? Well, I mean, in in the one, and you know, we've talked about this over and over again. In this, is we just we have to be better at examining ourselves. Yeah. And we have to really, truly look at our own hearts. I mean, look at um, you know, look at our motives, uh, look at our actions. I mean, really have um. I mean, really be honest, yeah. you know? Re- read the Word, read the Bible, as if you're the bad guy. Yes. I mean, you know what I'm Man. saying? Which is hard to do. <laughs> I want to be hard. the good guy, Kenny. Got to be David. I want to be David. Yes. I don't want to be the other Israelites. No, I don't want to be those guys. <laughs> I want to be David. Yes. Um, And so I, I think, I just think it's, I think it's important. It's, 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 and it's not easy, but it, it it's right for us to, you know, let the Bible hold up the mirror. Uh, yes. Let it let it show us where we still have work to do. That's good. You know, ne- never just assume. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm check this off my list, right? Racism, I got that. You know, um, no, like I I'm I'm just going to continue to to examine my heart, to examine my heart according to the Word, and uh, and really be honest a- about it. You know, and um, I, I think that's a. I really, I really think that's a, I think that's an important step. What would you add to that? Yeah, you know, because even when we examine ourselves, we have this, we can be deceived, right? Mm, we can yeah. be delusional in regards to what we really are. So that, I mean, this is the reason why the church is so important is because brothers and sisters are called to, 
to hold one another accountable. Amen. So we need to be willing to be to listen to others. Mm. Be very we we willing to listen to others and yeah. Uh, w- w- what I see a lot, even with uh, you know holding one another accountable, is we <laughs> we run to probably the what's become the most popular verse in the Bible mm. in the culture, not necessarily yes. in the church, but in yes. the culture, it's like. You know, don't judge. judge Let you be judged. <laughs> judge not, lest judge you be judged, right? Yep. Sermon on the Mount, Matthew Matthew seven. And we've right? been there a lot. Today. We've been there a lot, right? Yep. And so people will throw that out and it's like, nah, we we are called to hold one another accountable just That's because right. you know, you we, we do have to make sure we're not being hypocrites, but mm-hmm. we're but the Bible doesn't you know, even in that verse it doesn't tell us to to judge the messenger, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't call us to do that. It tells the messenger to get the plank out of their eye before the speck right. in their own eye. It doesn't tell us to to look at that person and make them out to be a, a, a hypocrite or something like mm-hmm. that to to um, kind of dilute their message or so that we can ignore their message. Right. And we don't need to also hold up our works to kind of block them from their block their message right. either. We yes. need to mm-hmm. we need to be willing to listen to others as they speak the truth of uh, truth to us in love and mm-hmm. and understanding that they're doing that for our good. Like mm-hmm. God has placed us in the church for our good. Mm-hmm. He he has not it would have been wrong for him to isolate us and to have us in our own mind and examine in our own selves because we, mm-hmm. we would get picked off pretty easily. Yeah. So we need one another. We need to listen to one another. People who know us and again, mm. the importance of the church is yeah, that's you right. can't be a part of the church and, and just not show up and, and not be an intimate part of it. Right. Uh, you actually have to to know others and be known so mm. that they're able to hold you accountable. And as people are giving you criticism, it's important that we look for the truth. Right. Yes. Look for the truth. Like th- everything they're saying to you may not be true. That's right. But parts of it may be true. Mm-hmm. And you need to and you should own that and, uh, and appreciate that they love you enough to 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 try to help you in those areas. Yeah, that was I mean like that was the advice that well, I mean uh we I was always given in, you know, seminary with when you deal with criticism in the local church, you know, criticism yeah. in the in in ministry and when you you would go back and you know, I'd read these other pastors, you know, and they would talk about, you know, they they would respond in these these humble ways and and I thought, yeah, I got that. You know, I can yeah. do that. But honestly, <laughs> right. like I, I don't. Uh, I think one of my struggles, you know, in in ministry has been responding to criticism. I don't think I always do that well in the moment. And um, I, th- I think we're all that way, right? If somebody yes. comes up to you and says, "Actually, I think you're being racist here," probably most of us are going to struggle to respond well, right? In that, you know, and. Uh, but we do need to learn how to say, okay, tell you know, tell me why you think that, and man, maybe I am, maybe I didn't say this right, or maybe I did communicate this wrong, or, and I, you know, learning how to be humble in those moments, learning how to accept that, and like like you said, yeah. it, it doesn't mean that everybody's accusation is always, or everybody's critique is always correct. I mean, it it may not be right, right, um, but but we do need to look for truth, and, and I I think what's important, and this is. I mean, this is convicting to me. Is if I can't be critiqued, like if I'm almost, if I almost put myself above critique, then I don't think I understand the gospel real well. <laughs> Amen. I mean, I definitely don't understand sanctification. Yes. Um. I mean, like I, 
do I just assume that I've arrived in this area? You know, it's right. like, man, I need to, that is, why, why would I think that, you know? Yeah. And I don't, why is that help? Why would that, why would I ever think that that's helpful? You know? And, um, so I, you know, pray for me in it. Cause I, <laughs> I, 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 I do want to acknowledge this. That's difficult. I yeah. think it's difficult. Yeah. Um, I, I think our lo- our churches struggle to build those types of relationships. They do. Yeah. It, it's hard to have those kinds of relationships, even within the local church, to where you really feel like somebody could, you know, you could go to somebody and say, "Hey, brother, hey, sister, I think this is this is an area where you're struggling." You know, right? Um, but I think I think we have to be working towards that. And um, part of the part of the best way to to try to build that is to to be to actually do do not do what I did. And actually receive that criticism um, well, right? Yeah. To be, thank somebody, thank you for coming to me. I'm gonna be praying about that and really looking at my own heart. You know, I mean, those, yes, that's then you can actually create an environment, a, a community where um, that's welcomed. Yeah, you know, amen. And um, that's a challenge. I think that's a challenge for the um, local church. So, um, what else, brother? What else would you say about? Is, is is really a better kind of a better way to think through some of this and some of this is kind of for just today's um, issue but some of it is more kind of general in general just things we've been talking about yeah so we, we still have to be intentional about reaching out to groups that are overlooked yeah um, so you know with us we've we've merged a predominantly black church with a predominantly white church um, we still have a Hispanic community in our mm-hmm. in our midst, and we have Asian Americans and yep. and other different ethnicities in our in our mix. So we have to uh, be intentional about reaching out to those groups. If, yeah, it's good, and and you know not overlook them mm. as if you know we've we're reflective of our in you know our community mm. where we haven't arrived yet. Yeah. Right. We yeah, we still right. have work to do, and we want to. Yeah. We want to make sure that um, we we really do reflect that it's all tribes and tongues and nations, mm-hmm. not just black and white people who are going to be in the kingdom. And sure. and as much as we can, knowing that every community doesn't have um, a diverse mix, uh, as mm-hmm. much as we can, right. as much as you know the Lord allows, um, we we want to kind of be intentional about doing that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What else would you say, brother? Well, I think, I, you know, this is something we've talked about a lot through this series, and I hope it's something that you've picked up on, and it is something I, I think is um, needed. We, we just need to gain a broader understanding of racism. Yes. Almost in every single one of these episodes, what what's happened is, is racism has been narrowly defined. Yes. And so as long as I'm not fitting this narrowly defined view of racism, yeah, I'm not a racist. Right. Right. What, whatever those, you know, whatever that is. And so I think the the challenge before us is to gain, I mean, I would say a broader, maybe a better word would be a biblical, right? A, yeah. A, a larger view of, of racism and what that looks like, what that looks like in our hearts so that we can, um, so that we're not so quick to dismiss. Yes. All the time, you know, it's <laughs> right. like, I'm not a Ku Klux Klan member. I'm not a racist. Right. It's like, well, <laughs> okay. I mean, that yeah. is, that's, that's helpful, right? You don't want to be a Klan member, <laughs> but, but there, but you, you have to consider other areas, you know, right. consider other issues, consider other points of view. And so I, I do think we need a broader understanding of racism. Right. And I think that can really help us 
fight off some of these excuses that we've thrown out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. And we have to realize that Satan kind of wants us to have that that really broad uh, or uh, narrow. narrow view mm-hmm. of racism so that we can <laughs> deceive ourselves when he's trying to mm. to um, divide the church, right? That's good, yeah. So, so Satan wants us to think that we're we're talking about the Klansmen or, or radicalized black people who hate mm-hmm. white people, or right. uh, he wants us to think that that's the view of racism, mm-hmm. so that he can plant seeds or he can gain that little foothold because we're we're ignoring the fact of what what he's doing in our hearts, what he's mm. what he's trying to sow in in our hearts so that he can divide the church that's good i mean he has been successful right yeah he has been successful for so long because we have um i mean we've had the blatant overt type of racism but we've also had you know the less overt Mm -hmm. the kind of covert um racism that has been going on for uh since the beginning of time almost right um since the fall for sure and uh (laughs) But yeah, if we don't, if we're not aware of Satan's schemes, right, mm. that he he's trying to sub- subtly um, plant those seeds in us, then we're going to c- continue being divided. We have to realize that that just like any other sin, you know, you were talking about murder and adultery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those those seeds are are small, and it, and it and it kind of grows into something something bigger and. We, we want to be aware of his schemes and we want to do everything that we can to fight for that diversity and fellowship. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, good deal. I hope, man, we really hope that this series has been helpful for you. We, you know, uh, we probably could come up and maybe we will, and maybe sometime we'll circle back to it. If we come up with other, uh, excuses or reasons that people give sometimes for why they're not racist. But, uh, we hope that maybe that will be helpful, you know, to just kind of, really help you examine your own self and um, really look deep in your own heart and look look for yeah. maybe some areas where you still got work to do and the Holy Spirit can convict you and, and help you help you in those areas. I mean, that's that's obviously our prayer. So, Amen. Um, so our crazy question <laughs> yes. today goes along with kind of what we've been talking about. Right. So, Kenny, what is something that you did as a kid— with the wrong motives. Yeah, so, so something good I did as a kid, but I had wrong motives. Okay, yes. so I was I was kind of this sneaky kid, mm. kind of very manipulative. I shared mm. a room with my two older brothers. Yes. And so we would get in trouble for, our room was always a mess. We'd get in trouble. So my mom, she was creative. She would tear everything down, take all of our clothes out and say, you're going to start from scratch and I want this room to be clean before you leave out of it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we knew we weren't going anywhere for the whole day. So, so what we would do, we would just play around. And what I would do while, while my older brothers were playing around deep into playing around, I would mm. listen for my mom coming down the hallway. Mm. And so as I heard her coming down the hallway, I would hurry up and grab some clothes because I knew she was mm. coming to check on us. And I would act like I'm folded up stuff or hanging up something. Oh, man. And, she, and I knew what she would do is she would peek in. And she would yell at them, and she would tell me to come out because she thought I was working the whole oh, time. Oh my goodness! And that they weren't doing anything. Dude. So <laughs> my whole motive in, in, in trying to fold up the clothes was, I know I'm going to get, I'm going to get to come out and have fun out. while they're in here all day cleaning up. Kenny, that's some evilness there, man. <laughs> yes, that is some manipulation, yes, man. This is wow. I did a lot of stuff like that. I'm not wow. proud of myself, but wow. Yeah. Okay. What about you, brother? 
Well, uh, when I was like when I was in high school, we moved to a new house, and one of the problems the the we had a gravel driveway, and the where the drain came down. Yeah, it was like when it would rain, it would kind of run across the gravel driveway. Right, and what it was essentially doing is washing the driveway away. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were like, well, it needs to run under the, you know, we need to somehow yeah. run like a pipe or run something under the driveway so that it can, so that it can do that. I, I didn't know anything about, um, you know, doing any of that, but I thought, you know what, I'll do, I'll do this, you know? And so, uh, <laughs> I got a pickaxe. I think it was a pickaxe oh, and a shovel yes. and, you know, started working on it and Kenny, I ain't going to lie to you, brother. <laughs> That was some hard work. It sounds hard. That was some terrible like, like hard rail work. Railroad rail yes. work. That was some hard work. <laughs> yes. So I got it dug down a little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, not nearly as deep as it needed to go in order for the actual system to work. But I got it down a little bit, right? Yes. And I put it in there, and I got it all together. And then the nice thing was is that... When I covered it all over, you could really see how deep or not deep it yes. was. See what I'm saying? Yes. You see? That's and you so uh that was kinda it and then the, the, the thing about it was <laughs> like I did it and like all my mom's friends and stuff, like they would come to the house, you know, see the house or whatever, and they'd be like, Oh, William just did this great <laughs> job and what a manly thing. He's such a man, right? <laughs> yes. Such a man. He's soaking it up. I was like, I'm a man all right. <laughs> right. Doing this. I did that half-hearted. <laughs> you have no idea how shallow that. Right. You have no idea how shallow that uh, that trench is that I <laughs> right. barely dug. So, yeah. Evil yes. motives. Man, we, yes. you know, sometimes you, let's it's just all admit, sometimes we do things because we want it to make us look better than we actually are. Amen. You know? It happens. That is true. So, but we're praying for the Lord's grace. Yes, He is merciful in all of our situations like that, and uh, He will help us in all that. So, well, hey guys, thanks so much for uh, checking us out and uh, for listening uh, this week. We're uh, excited that you did that, and we are. We'll, we'll catch up with you next week. God bless you. Thanks so much for listening to the Diversity and Fellowship podcast. If you want to join the discussion, please send us your questions and your comments to diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. That's diversityandfellowship at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, keep laboring by God's grace to be a faithful display of how the power of the gospel unites us in Christ.